Welcome to the Anchored Podcast with Pastor Reginald Wayne Sharp Jr. I am so excited that you've tuned in, and it is my prayer that these messages will always help you to remain anchored, regardless of what storm or what season you're navigating. I pray that God would speak to your heart today and that you will never, ever, ever be the same again. Stay connected to Fellowship Chicago. This is Pastor Reginald Wayne Sharp Jr. I pray you stay anchored. Peace, peace. Psalm 130. Listen, listen to the New Revised Standard Version. Let me just, just stop playing because anything you play, we better be in trouble. Psalm 130. Thank you, Lord. I know some people don't have a clue what's going on. We're in worship. This is why we come to church. So God can speak. So that we can be renewed. So the Lord can confirm in the spirit what you're already walking through in the natural. That's why we come to church. Come to worship him in spirit and in truth. And I thank God that he loves us enough to stop by and touch us. And let us just feel a wind of his presence. I thank God. Don't, I don't want to go to no church that's dry and dead and depressed. No, take me to a place where I can feel a wind every now and then. The old folks said, I don't, I don't want a religion I can't feel sometimes. Y'all sit down so I can do my little sermon. Sit down, sit down. Just sit down. Let me, don't, don't stand because if you stand, something pops off. Just be seated. Well, if you walk with me to Psalm 130, give me about 20 minutes or less. Psalm 130, verse 5 and 6. Out of the New Revised Standard Version, reads like this. I wait for the Lord, my soul waits. And in his word I hope, my soul waits for the Lord. More than those who watch for the morning. More than those who watch for the morning. Message Bible, Message Bible, Message Bible, verse 5 and 6, verse 5 and 6. I pray to God my life a prayer and wait for what God will say and do. My life's on the line before God, my Lord. And what is the psalmist doing? Waiting and watching till morning. Waiting and watching till morning. I want to use the song from P.J. Morton, Watch the Sun. Watch the sun. Let the church say, watch the sun. I should tell you, this is my favorite song in 2022. If you cut me open this year, this song is going to pour out. Because I've lived every lyric of this song. It's my favorite song. It's my absolute favorite song of 2022. I'm so glad he wrote this song. Watch the sun. It's a hit. It's, it's a vibe. It's a bop. It has a reggae sound to it that just makes you have to dance, even if you can't dance. Yeah, you know, some of us cannot dance, but if you hear the right music, you, 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 your foot will move, your hands start tapping, and, and that's the kind of song this is, and the message of the song really gets me. Just listen to the lyrics. It's coming up on the screen. P.J. Morton's new album, Watch the Sun. There's a song on the album called Watch the Sun, and this is what the song says. Just wait till the morning. Do you remember last week's song from P.J. Morton from the same album? Please don't what? Walk away. At the end of that song, Please Don't Walk Away, is right before this song. And so as he ends that song, the last words on the previous song, Please Don't Walk Away, is just wait. 
And then the next song comes in, Miss Darlinda, and here's what he's trying to tell you to wait for. Just wait till the morning. Mm -hmm. Y'all sleep already. Just wait till the morning. I know it's been dark for you. Watch the sun come shining through. Then he asks this rhetorical question, do you believe it? Then here comes the lyrics. There is no judgment, a place where we've all been. There is no such thing as happy 100%. So give yourself some grace. Give yourself some space to feel. Ooh, all I'm saying is you have reasons to live. It's why you're still here wondering where to steer. But just promise me you'll hang around to see that there's more. Do you believe me? Then he keeps on going. Just wait till the morning. I know it's been so dark for you. Watch the sun come shining through. He asks again, do you believe it? And then here's my favorite line in the song. My favorite line in the song says, every road is rough. No man's journey is smooth. Life has ups and downs no matter which way you choose. Oh, let love lead the way. Yeah, that's the best you can do. Deep within the darkness, you will find something new. Just wait until the morning. I know it's been so dark for you. Yeah, watch the sun come shining through. And he ends the song with that same question. Do you believe it? Because the truth is, he can say this, he can sing this, I can even preach this. But the question is, do you believe it? Do you believe that waiting until the morning is worth it? Do you believe that the night skies above your head will not be there perpetually? Do you believe that after the sun set, there's always a sunrise? Do you believe that things have the potential to get better after you've gone through a rough patch in your life? Somebody right now is sitting in the room and you look like light, but you feel like night. And nobody really knows the darkness that you're navigating. They don't know how dark it gets once you get home. They don't know how dark it gets once you look at your bank account. They don't know how dark it gets once you have to work with people who you know mean you no good. They don't know how dark it gets when you remember all the loved ones that were here pre-pandemic and now so many have gone since the pandemic. The grief, the pain, the loss, the darkness, the nighttime is something that everybody is going to know. But yet P.J. Morton keeps looking at us saying, wait until the morning because it's not always going to be like this. And I can tell you right now, I don't really have to preach long today because this is my life story. I know this song. I, I, I could have wrote this one for PJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know a little something, something about waiting until the morning. And, and lest I have to preach too hard today because we got a live recording at 3.30, can I go on and ask somebody who in the room has already seen God bring you some sunshine after you've gone through a tumultuous test that almost took you out of here. Who in the room can say, preacher, I can take the mic and preach the rest of this sermon because I know something about holding on until the morning comes. And ironically, PJ is not the first person, Dr. Deanna, to talk about this whole watch the sun motif. It shows up in Psalm 130. Just for my new believers in the faith, whenever you go to the book of Psalms, you never say chapter 130. You always say Psalm 130 or the 130th Psalm. There are no chapters in the book of Psalms there because the book of Psalms is like a hymn book of the Jewish people. 
These are songs and prayers and petitions to God. There, there are no chapters in Psalms. This Psalm 130, and particularly for my note takers who are about to take some copious notes, uh, this Psalm is a part of the uh, Psalms of Ascent. Because the Psalms of Ascent were the Psalms sung as the children of Israel traveled to the top of the hill in Jerusalem where the temple was because their theological premise back then was that God lived in the temple. And God's heavenly abode on earth was inside the temple. So they journeyed at least once a year annually to the temple to spend some time with God. Now in their smaller communities, they had tabernacles and they had places of worship. But that was something significant when the people gathered to ascend to the temple to get in the presence of God. I'm getting ahead of myself because I feel like preaching. And I need to tell you, I wish in some part, Aubrey, that some of us kept that same theology to at least know whenever I ascend into the sanctuary I don't have to invite God to get here yeah God was here before I showed up and your mindset changes in worship you get off your phone and stop scrolling through Instagram and Facebook and Twitter when you're in church you don't talk through the whole service because you know that when I come in the temple that I'm meeting the presence and the power of God is there anybody that still has that kind of expectation when you come to church that I'm literally going to meet God there and when that's your attitude you don't need a praise team to sing you happy a preacher to preach you happy musicians to play you happy or a deacon to pray you happy you walk in on 10 because you know as soon as you enter into this holy space that the presence of God is waiting to meet you in this sanctuary that's why one of the Psalms of Ascent says I was glad when they said unto me, let us go where? Into the house of the Lord. They're ascending. That's why Psalm 121, because Psalm 120 to Psalm 134, those 15 Psalms are the Psalms of ascent. That's why Psalm 121 says what? I will lift up. Talk to me here on a Sunday morning. My eyes to the hills, because where does my help come from? And here's the answer. My help comes from the Lord the maker of heaven and earth those are the kind of songs they're singing as they ascend to the high hills of Jerusalem to enter into the temple so that they can express their love for God and this is what I appreciate about Psalm 130 look how it starts because it talks about sinking it talks about sinning and it talks about seeking all of that is right here in Psalm 130 sinking because the message Bible puts it like this verse 1 verse 2 it says, help God, I've hit rock bottom. Verse 1 should be coming up on the screen in the Message Bible. The Message Bible, verse 1 and 2, help God, I've hit rock bottom. Master, hear my cry for help. Listen hard, open your ears, listen to my cries for mercy. Have you ever been in a place where you felt like your life uh, had hit rock bottom and you felt like the bottom had fallen out and you were asking God please Lord come help me because I've hit rock bottom you were sinking you're in church and sometimes you feel like you're sinking you're still tired but it feels like you're sinking you still sing all the songs and you know all the words but it feels like you're sinking I know you're sitting here with your eyes done and your eyebrows done and your hair did and it's dyed fried laid to the side and, and you're looking mighty good with your boo on the side but you're sinking have you ever been 
been there before where you were sinking. And if you've not been sinking before, all of us have sinned before. And verse 3 tells us, if you, God, kept records on our wrongdoings, who would be able to stand a chance? So there, verse 1 and verse 2 talks about sinking. Somebody say sinking. And then verse, then verse 3 talks about sinning. Somebody say sinning. God, we have messed up so bad that if you kept a record of everything we've done, none of us would be able to stand. None of us would be able to make it through the court case. And then we're not just sinking and sinning. We've been seeking. Verse 5 and 6 says, I pray to God. My life is a prayer. I'm waiting for what God will say and do. I'm waiting and watching to the morning. Have you ever been waiting on God to shift something? Waiting on God to change something? Waiting on God to answer your prayer? And the good news about the sinking and the sinning and the seeking is that the psalmist of this community gives us the recipe we need to make it through our life's journey when we're trying to watch the sun because the moments that you're sinking if you keep reading verse 1 and 2 at least they have the sense to call on God at least when they're sinking they said from my hard place from this rock bottom master I cry and I ask for help at least they still know to walk in the sanctuary and not feel the need to pretend like they got it all together when things are actually falling apart at least they still have the sense to lift their hands and say it's me oh lord standing in the need of prayer at least when you're sinking you ought to be able to open your mouth and say father I stretch my hands to thee no other help I know. Is there anybody who feels like you've been sinking? Well here's how you make it. You got to continue to cry out to God even when life feels like it's falling apart. And then for the moments when you feel like you're sinning and you can't stand a chance, keep reading verse 3 and 4. It's popping back up on the screen. If you, God, kept a record of wrongdoings, who would stand a chance? As it turns out, forgiveness is your habit. And that's why you worship church folk don't know when to shout. Because I just gave you a scripture that should make you flip that chair over and take another praise break. Because I know the sinners in the room. Oh, it ain't deep. I know who the sinners are because there's a Bible verse that says all and not y'all. So since all have sinned and God's habit is forgiveness in spite of everything I've done wrong, every now and then I ought to thank God that he still forgave me. Oh, don't y'all act on a Sunday morning. I'm telling you, I'm trying to be easy. But who in the room can take 20 seconds and say, Lord, I know with my cussing self, my drinking self, my impatient self, my gluttonous self, my sinning self, my sexing self. God, I know I've messed up, but I thank you today for forgiveness. I wish the real Christians would come out, come out wherever you are and give God some praise for the forgiveness, the grace, and the love he's given you in spite of you. If you are faithful and just, if you confess your sins, your God is faithful and just to cleanse you and forgive you and clean you up from all your unrighteousness. We got a God who will meet you because his habit is forgiveness. And let me whisper and tell you a secret, people's habit is not forgiveness. They love to remind you of who you used to be and what you used to do and what you used to have. You ought to be glad I got a God who will throw my sins in the sea of forgetfulness because we got a God that forgives. They're sinking in this text. They're sinning in this text. But then there's also seeking in this text because the psalmist expressed, I'm waiting on God as much as the watch person waits for the morning. 
I'm waiting. Listen to the poetic language. I'm waiting on God more than the watch person waits for the morning. Put yourself in this context. There are no cell phones. There is no alarm clock. There is no wristwatch. The only thing that that watch person who was working a night shift could do, listen, look at me, is watch the sun. All they could do is stare into the darkness, stare into the abyss, and pray that eventually some slither of light would be revealed over the horizon of the new day. Just waiting in the dark. And I'm waiting on God the same way the watch person waits for the morning. I know you think I ain't going nowhere, but I'm already there. I'm waiting on you to catch up. I'm waiting on God just like the watch person or the military on duty at night waits for the sun. Because if some of us are going to make it, we got to learn how to watch the sun. Can I give y'all three things and I promise I'm gone because we got a live recording at 3.30. Number one, here's why I want you to watch the sun. Here's why I want you to wait like they said in verse 5 and 6. Because after the sinking and the sinning, there's some seeking. Well, here's why there's some seeking. Number one, because there's certainty about the morning. There's certainty about the morning. Watch the text. My life's on the line before God, my Lord, waiting and watching till the morning. Waiting and watching till the morning. He says it twice. I'm waiting on God the same way somebody on the night shift waits for the sun to come back up. And here's why I'm waiting on the sun. Because there's some certainty about the morning. Ooh, I wish y'all knew what I was about to say because you would already be happy like I am. But since you don't know what I'm about to say, I got to speed you up so you can be as happy as I am. Because yesterday, I met P.J. Martin for the first time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me and Bree met P.J. Martin. P.J. Martin had a Watch the Sun tour on the north side. And a lot of us were there. That's why we didn't go to the 8 o'clock service. Because we were there last night at the Watch the Tour concert. Bree and I met P.J. Martin last night. And uh, he's a gracious spirit. Down to earth, easy going, Morehouse brother, great man. I mean, great man. I can tell by how y'all didn't clap for that picture because there's some haters in the room. Ooh. You can cut the hate, hateration with a knife. Don't hate, celebrate. One day you'll participate. We met him and I was able to ask him, put him to the side. I said, I said tell me one thing. I'm preaching your song tomorrow. We're in a summer playlist. I said, just tell me the story behind Watch the Sun. He said, the song? I said, absolutely. He said, oh, man, oh, man. It was in the middle of the pandemic, and he said, I had to get away. We went to the country in Louisiana about an hour outside of New Orleans, and we went to the country where Stevie Wonder uh, uh, produced a record at some studio in the middle of nowhere. And he said, you're surrounded by nature. And he said, it was a dark time for me. He said, not just the pandemic, but in my personal life, it was dark. It was dark in the world. It was dark for me. And he said, I got the music before I got the lyrics. So I found the music first, and then I just had to, I just had to be where I was. And he said, and nature, he didn't say this exactly, but this is what he said in essence. He said, nature became my teacher. He said, sharp, in spite of, well, he found out I was preaching, so he called me Dr. Watch the Sun. So he said, Dr. Watch the Sun, what happened is, <laughs> There was a whole lot of stuff I didn't know. 
in that season. Me and my wife, me and my family, the world. He said, but I started paying attention to something. Every day, sun rose. Every day, the sun set. Every day, the sun rose. Every day, the sun set. Every day, the sun rose. Every day, the sun set. Every day the sun rose. Every day the sun set. The reason I can watch the sun is because it's a reminder that in spite of everything I'm uncertain about, there's one thing I'm still certain about. That sun is going to rise. That sun is going to set. And after a few more hours, it's going to rise again. And there's some certainty about the morning that we all need because when you're going through things, you need to become certain about what God is able to do in your life. You don't have to wonder, is the sun going to come up? The sun is always going, who am I preaching to? Because somebody's in the middle of a dark situation right now and the devil wants you to believe is over. The devil wants you to throw in the towel. The devil wants you to sit in your depression. The devil wants to leave you in your grief. And God sent me to tell you by way of PJ morning every day the sun rises Woo, I wish I had three praises and every day the sun sets and you ought to be glad right now that the reason I can watch the sun is because the sun teaches me what God will do for me after every sunset there's going to be a sunrise Oh, I'm speaking into somebody's soul today. I know you feel like you've been in a sunset season, but God wants me to tell you, hold on, because that's something I'm certain about. You will rise again. You will bounce back again. You will laugh again. You will stand up again. Somebody, anybody, everybody, thank your God for the certainty of what the sun will do. So I'm waiting, and I'm watching the sun, because there's some certainty about the morning. Oh, I don't know when, but I know it's going to happen. And that's why we come to church and cut up all the time because that's what, I, I'm so sorry. I'm so, I need to apologize. We got visitors up in here today. And, and, you know, all these praise breaks, all this loud music, all this running around, people shouting, people rejoicing. What's wrong with y'all at fellowship? Here's what's really happening. It's not that everything is right. It's just that we are so convinced that God is able to make it right that a lot of us have just learned how to shout in the hallway until the next door opens. Do I have any crazy Christians that can thank God today for what you're waiting on in October? Thank God in 2022 for what shall be in 2023. I don't need all the facts for me to praise God. But I'm certain by one thing, the sun's going to rise again. There's a certainty about the morning. But then secondly, here's why I want you to watch the sun. Because there's clarity needed about the morning. You need some clarity about the morning. It's not deep. It's just direct. A to A, your perspective about darkness must evolve. Because the sun, y'all, does not determine when morning comes. Are you listening? It can be morning and still dark. Every day you watch your phone. If you happen to be up at 12.01, good morning. So sleep. Congratulations, you're living in a dark morning. But the darkness doesn't cancel the morning. So stop waiting on sunlight to declare it's morning. Because it can be morning and still dark. 
which why Psalm 30 verse 5 says weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning it didn't say joy comes when the sun comes up because I can have joy while it's still dark some of us in this room got joy right now and it's dark right now so you have to change your perspective and stop thinking morning and sunlight are synonymous because I can have morning and it still be dark mm-hmm Y'all ain't ready for me today. Because you sitting right here talking about, oh my God, it's so dark, it's so dark, it's so dark. God's like, it's morning, baby. It's morning, sir. You need to open your eyes and realize that you don't need sunlight to have a new day. So I'm waiting for the sun to rise. But I need to know that at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m., it's already morning. 2B, here's another one, here's another one, because y'all ain't hearing me, y'all ain't feeling me about that one. Here's another one. Your position in the darkness revolves. Your position. Not only does your perspective about darkness, it needs to evolve, your position in the darkness revolves. Preacher, now, now, now listen, now. I just want to understand what you're talking about today. Y'all want to understand what you're talking about, what you're talking about. I know you know what you're talking about, but you got to make me understand what you're talking about so we can all understand what you're talking about. Lean up a little bit. Do you know how arrogant it is to believe that the sun sets and the sun rises? How arrogant of us earthlings to think the sun rises and the sun sets. Huh. The sun rises. The sun sets. Really? Well, that's interesting because in the 15th century, there was a man named Nicholas Copernicus who taught. He was the father of modern astronomy. And he said, y'all, listen, we got it all wrong. Before he said it, they all thought that it was a geocentric world and not a heliocentric world. Geocentric means the earth is the center and the sun moves around the earth. But heliocentric means the sun is the center and the earth revolves around the sun. Ooh, lean up. Now, some of us in our arrogance, we still have residue of a geocentric mindset because we keep saying the sun set, the sun rises. Not true. It's not that the sun set and the sun rises. The earth spins. The sun doesn't move. You do. So when you think you're waiting on the sun to come back, the sun really is waiting on you. Because the sun never moves from the center. It's just where we're positioned at the moment. So the next time it gets dark in your life, stop asking God to bring the sun back and just learn how to endure the spin. Because if you keep spinning, nighttime and daytime work together. Ups and downs work together. Laughter and lament work together. As a matter of fact, all things work together. So the question is not when is the sun coming back up. The real question is can you stay sane in the spin? Can you calm yourself enough until the world goes back around one more time? Oh, that's what Donnie Hathaway said in his song, Someday We'll All Be Free. Hang on to the world as it spins around. But don't let the spin get you down. Some of you right now are in a spin. I know. Keep sitting there acting like you ain't hearing me this morning. Trying to look straight ahead like I'm not talking to you. It's spinning right now. 
in your family is spinning right now. In your finances, it's spinning right now. You're waiting on a new season and it's spinning and you're wondering, God, where's the sun? Where's the sun? The sun ain't changed one time. You did. So just flow with the spin. Because before it's all over, you're going to get as much sun as you need. Woo! I know this is heavy this morning, but I dare somebody to thank God that the sun is still in the center. Missed it. I said, thank God the sun is still in the center. Missed it again. I said, the sun is still in the center. Missed it again. Because you think I'm still talking about the S-U-N. I just flipped it. There's another sun. And Richard Smallwood said, Jesus, you're the center of my Miss Norma Moore passed. I went down to Atlanta to bury one of my Sunday school teachers. They asked me to officiate yesterday. And Miss Norma Moore used to tear this song up called Order My Steps. Oh, order my steps. In your word, dear Lord. Lead me, guide me every day. The quieter you get, the longer I'm going to preach. You better holler back. I better hear a period. I better hear a man. I better hear, I know that's right. Lead me, guide me every day. Send your anointing. Father, I pray. Order my steps in your word. And then they get to the chorus. They say, I want to walk worthy. My calling to fulfill. I want to walk worthy to do your blessed will. The world is ever changing. But you are still the same. I, I don't know if that shouts you, but that shouts me. Because he's the same. People change, God is the same. Hospitals change, God is the same. Diagnosis change, God is the same. Presidents change, God is the same. And so you need some clarity about your morning just because it's dark doesn't mean it ain't morning. And just because you can't see the sun don't mean it's not shining. Can I give you some more clarity about the sun? On cloudy days like this, this is what I tell myself, Deacon Roosevelt, the sun is still shining, I just can't see it. So you ought to lift your head up and find some joy out of nowhere just over the fact even though I can't see it, it's still there. Can I give you some more clarity about it? And even when it's nighttime and I see the moonlight, the moonlight is reflecting the sunlight. God is so good, he'll give you a little light at night. Deacon Darian, before we walked out here, admitted something to us. And he's going to be so embarrassed. He said he had to sleep with the TV on. His wife liked to sleep in complete silence, but he got to sleep with the TV on. So his wife was away with us in the staff retreat. So she slept good because she had to fight him. She was able to sleep with the TV off dark. He told me, I need TV, I need noise because when I was a little boy, I, was, I had bad nightmares. So I needed some light and some noise because I got nightmares. And we had a good laugh in the back. I hugged him. I said, oh, you had nightmares. But I did too. That's what I ain't tell him. Oh, I hated the darkness. So my mama went and bought a nightlight. And she put it in the wall. So when it got real, real dark, there was still a little bit of light. I'm going to preach all of this because y'all clearly sleepy today. Go on to sleep. This for the sharp. God will give you just a little bit of light to remind you it ain't as bad as you think it is. Somebody ought to just thank God for a little light. Yeah, just, just, just a little night light in the middle of it all that'll keep you going forward. And I'm going to preach it until I feel better because I'm here right now because I'm living off a of night light. Yes, sir. I'm glad that he's my light in the middle of darkness. Whom shall I fear? 
The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I be afraid? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When my enemies and my foes came upon me to eat of my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart should not fear. Though war should rise up against me in this, will I be confident? Because even when I can't see the sun, it's still shining. Oh, yeah, it's still shining. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. There's certainty about the morning. And then there's clarity needed about the morning. But thirdly and finally, there's comfort that comes with the morning. Oh, yeah, there's some comfort that comes with the morning. Why? It's right there at the end of verse 7 and 8. I want you to read it. Watch the sun. Why, Sharp? Because, oh, Israel, wait and watch for God. Is it on the screen? Can you read it? Holler back at me. Oh, Israel. Wait and watch for God. Now, why am I waiting on God for the morning? Because with God, with God's arrival comes love. With God's arrival comes generous redemption. No doubt about it. He'll redeem Israel. He'll buy back Israel from captivity to sin. I'm done. But every morning, you're going to be met. One version doesn't say love. It says mercy. Let the church say mercy. Every morning God shows up. Whenever God shows up, God shows up with mercy. I know why you're not shouting. You need a review of mercy. Do you know what mercy is? It's God's steadfast love. Mercy is twins to grace. Grace is when God gives you what you don't deserve. Mercy is when he holds back from you what you really deserve. It's God's loyalty to you even when you've been unfaithful to him. It's mercy. Somebody is in this room right now because God hooked you up with some mercy. And then if you go over to Lamentations chapter 3, it says every morning his mercies are new. But that's not the shout for me, Aubrey. I, I like the fact that it says he's generous in redemption. Now I'm about to lose half the church because these are words that old school saints understand because we used to have stuff like BTU. Baptist training union and used to have stuff like Sunday school and used to have individual classes for Bible study and so now we don't really do all of that. We don't have time for all of that. We just come to church and think we're going to get it. I'm about to shout all the folk that's ever gone to vacation Bible school or Sunday school or BTU because if you've been to any of those, you know something about redemption. Oh yeah, if you old school Baptist, on first Sunday you used to hear a song that said I am redeemed. Bought with a price. Redemption means I'm rescued, but I've been paid to be rescued. I just wasn't brought out. Somebody paid for me to come out. And when you want to talk about God being generous in redemption, what will make you shout is the fact that there's another son. Beyond the gaseous ball of fire in the center of the solar system, there's another son. Who came through 42 burning generations. There's another son. Who stopped by a village called Nazareth. There's another son. Who was born of a virgin Mary. Taught in Capernaum. Turned water into wine in Galilee. There's another son. Who took two pieces of tilapia. Five red lobster biscuits. And fed 5,000. Y'all keep sitting there. I'm preaching all of this. There's another son. Who walked on the water. And raised Lazarus from the dead. There's another son. Who one Friday went to a cross called Calvary. And they put a crown of thorns on his head. And nails in his hands. A spear in his side. And blood came out. And the reason why I'm redeemed. 
saved is because his blood paid for my salvation which is why on first Sundays we sing what can wash away my sins what can make me whole again nothing but the blood of Jesus is why we say it reaches to the highest mountain and the blood flows to the lowest valley because the blood messes around and gives me strength from day to day and it'll never lose its power but somebody holler watch the sun because the same sun that died on Friday is also like the same sun in the solar system he rose from the dead with all power in his hands early on Sunday morning I didn't mean to get this happy but I don't want you just to watch that sun I also want you to watch the sun because if you keep your eyes on the sun you'll be like Peter able to walk on water if you keep your eyes on the sun you'll be able to join in with Hebrew chapter 12 verse 1 that says we're so compassed about with a great cloud of witnesses so let us run our race with patience that's already been set before us verse 2 of chapter 12 in Hebrew looking unto Jesus who is the author and finisher of our faith wake up that sleeping neighbor beside you and ask him do you know who the son is that's the wrong neighbor because they're still sitting there like they don't have a clue what we're talking about find somebody else not on their phone and not half dead this morning and look at them and say do you know the son his name is wonderful counselor his name is mighty God his name is everlasting father his name is prince of peace his name is lily in the valley his name is bright morning star his name is way out of nowhere his name is lord of lords his name is king of kings his name is doctor in a sick room his name is medicine when you're ill his name is lawyer in a courtroom his name is wi-fi when you're disconnected his name is google when you got a question his name is adam's redeemer noah's ark David Shepherd, Solomon's wisdom, Jeremiah's horse, point in the valley, Ezekiel's wheel, in the middle of a wheel, Matthew's king, Mark's suffering servant, Luke's great physician, John's soon coming king, Peter's name changer, Paul's life rearranger, he woke me up this morning, put gas in my car, put life in my body, do you know who the son is? His name is Jesus. Lean over and tell somebody. Don't touch him because COVID is still out. But tell him, can't nobody. Y'all ain't saying nothing. And the longer you sit there, the longer I'm going to preach. Ain't nobody do me like Jesus. Ain't nobody do me like the Lord. So watch the sun when life gets heavy. Watch the sun when your bills are due. Watch the sun when your boo walks away. Watch the sun in the middle of a funeral. Watch the sun at the doctor's office. Watch the sun when the devil's trying to kill you. Watch the sun when your haters are getting the best of you. Because if you hold on, I got a feeling. Ah, 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 ah. 
everything gonna be alright. This bump somebody, tell them hold on. Trouble don't last always. You didn't fist bump them. I said fist bump them. You don't know what they're going through. Tell them hold on. Trouble don't last always. Your story ain't over. This too shall pass. You can make it through. Somebody holler, watch the sun. Watch the sun. Watch the sun. Hold on. Hold on. Everything. Point at one more person, I promise I'm done. Just take your holy thing and point at one person. Look them dead in the eye over that mask and tell a neighbor, I've seen the lightning flashing. I've heard the thunder roll. Tell them I've felt sins breakers dashing, trying to conquer my soul. Tell them, but then I heard the voice of Jesus telling me, still fight on. He promised never to leave me, never to leave me alone. No, never alone. I'm sorry. No, never alone. He promised. Everybody stand up. I'm sorry, I think this one was just for me. I'm sorry. Never alone. Anybody know you never left alone? Woo! Lift your hands to God. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. Yes, sir. Y'all excuse my little Baptist country self. Lift your hands to heaven. And tell God, help me to hold on. Yeah, help me to hold on, Lord. The thing is, some of us walk through things nobody even knows because we make it look so good. The private struggle. private sickness we don't want to bother anybody with it nobody really knows just how dark it's been but just remember in the spin can you stay sane in the spin can you stay real in the rotation can you manage the movement can you still traverse the turn because the sun is still, still in the middle. We just walk through seasons where we can't see it as clearly. But even when we can't see the sun, lift that hand to God. I speak over your life. God will give you some night lights. Whew. Some moonlight. 
some stars that'll remind you this too shall pass. You can make it through this. That's all, that's, that's all this hollering is about. I'm sorry if that's just too much for you, but that's all I'm trying to tell you. Hold on, daughter. Hold on, mama. Hold on, father. Hold on, husband. Hold on, child of God. The spin is not going to kill you. It's going to reveal how close you really are to the sun. Mm. So God, right now, if somebody needs you to be the center of their joy, Somebody's spinning right now. They're wondering when are they going to get their lives back still, focused, energized. God, I pray you remind them to keep Jesus in the center because it's not geocentric, it's heliocentric. And if we have Jesus, he will hold everything together when the bottom falls out. So today, God, we thank you for the lives that were saved this morning. Three came. But now, God, I pray that you would send a harvest of souls to remind them that there's nothing better than knowing Jesus. God, somebody needs to be baptized. Let them walk forward. Somebody needs a church home. Let them walk forward. Somebody needs Jesus. Let them walk forward. We're not even going to wait long because you're going to shake this tree today in the name of Jesus. And somebody's coming right now to put Jesus back in the center of their life. We thank you for the souls that are already moving for the lives that shall be saved. In Jesus' name we pray. Let the church say amen, amen, and amen. If you need Christ in the center, come on, walk out, walk out, walk out, walk out. Come on, I know you're here. I know you're here this morning. I know you're here this morning. Matter of fact, we're going to start clapping by faith to celebrate the first person that's going to come. We're going to celebrate right now. We got to go, so don't, don't hold up and delay. Don't make me work as hard as I did last week. I know you're here. So just step on out. Don't be nervous. Don't be scared. We all jacked up, saved by grace. You in good company. Just come on and put God back in the center of your life so you can watch the sun hold things together even when life is threatening to fall apart. Come on. I see you. I see you. I see you. Come on, fellowship. Come on, fellowship. I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting on you. We don't have long. We got one or two minutes. We got one or two minutes. Move now. Move now. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, man of God. Come on, woman of God. Come on, man of God. Come on, woman of God. Come on, man or woman of God. Come on. I'm waiting on you. Come on. We're going to sing a little bit. You can make it through this. 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 You, 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 you can make it. You can make it through this. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Through. 
One baby that like me today. One baby. Don't you start that. We'll shout. You got a special baby. What else you want to tell us? speaking tongues every Sunday. Y'all give this little man a hand and his family. I speak over you like the sun every day. Rises. Whether we see it or not, it rises. Every single day. Every single day. So that means the potential for a new day is always yours because the sun rises every day. It sets, but it rises. I'm excited to see it rise again for you. And we welcome you to fellowship. We welcome you to the church. We welcome you to the family of Jesus Christ. And I thank you for responding to the call. If I had time, I'd tell you, this ain't all, but it's going to be all today because it's all the time I got for. But I'm trying to fellowship. I want you to hear me in the spirit. 
We have not seen anything yet. We're going to have to find somewhere to go soon because this won't hold what God is about to send. Just save the tape. Save the tape. If you don't believe me, save the tape. Because there were folk that didn't believe 20 were going to come last week. And more than 20 came. Save the tape. The day is coming sooner rather than later. We're going to have to have necessary conversations about where we're going next or what we're going to have to erect next. Erect means build for the glory of God so that it can hold the masses of people that are getting ready to come to this church. So just, just begin in your personal prayer time to say, God, help us be in position to receive when they come because we don't want to run you away. We want you to come just like you are. We happy to see you no matter how you show up. Come on, come on, come on. Walk with my family. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on. Welcome, welcome, mama, with your babies. Y'all give these mamas a hand. Ain't God good, Deke? Ain't God good? Yes, Lord. That was Michi's daughter. Which one? In the blue. That's me. Hey, Michi's baby. Bless you. Go on and walk downstairs. We, I'll talk to you later. Ain't God good. Ain't God good. We got to go home. We got to go home. I'm sorry. Hey, family, I pray you've been blessed by this message that God gave me. I hope you stay connected to Fellowship Chicago through YouTube, Facebook, or our website. Go to fellowshipchicago.com today and make sure that you stay updated on all of the great things that are happening on the ship. Until we meet again, may you be blessed by the power, the peace, and the provisions of God. Peace, peace.